Welcome to Straight Real Estate, where I do a deep dive on one specific topic of real estate investing to help move the needle forward as efficiently as possible for you in your limited spare time. We're going to keep this to 10 minutes or less, as all these episodes are generally. So what I want to talk about today is the 2024 real estate market what is going to happen. And while I will not predict because anybody that predicts with certainty is lying or naive or egotistical, nobody knows what's going to happen. If they did, uh, they would be able to predict the future. And that is not possible, at least up to this point. So you cannot predict the future. Anybody that tells you they can, again, is lying and being unethical. But I will tell you a few things that I think could potentially affect the market. How big of an effect it will have, who knows, but I will kind of start to build the foundation of what affects real estate markets, what the kind of things look like now and what potentially they'll probably look like next year. And again, I don't know for sure. There's a million things that could change from when you hear this to what happens or a million things could change from when I recorded this to when you hear this. So a lot of things can change. So I'm just going to keep it general, but give you some foundational understanding tool blocks and building blocks to have a better comprehension of what real estate markets are made up of and why. How's that for a, a lengthy intro? All right. So the number one thing that I'm going to spend a decent amount of this episode on that affects the real estate market, and it's not even close, is supply and demand. This has driven the market for centuries, for longer than that probably, and this has proven lately to be the number one driver of the market is supply and demand. Now, there are things that affect supply and demand that I'm going to get into here in a little bit, such as interest rates, uh, inflation in the economy, and government intervention. So those are kind of the things that affect supply and demand, but let's get a clear understanding, <coughs> excuse me, of what supply and <coughs> of what supply and demand is and also how it affects the, the, the market. So supply and demand is the number one driver. So de demand is kind of up and down general people. There's always some demand in real estate. Somebody always has to move. Somebody always unfortunately passed away and the house needs to be, um, you know, you know, taken over and somebody else there, there's a demand for that house. Uh, somebody always has to move into assisted care facility or somebody gets promoted or they have another kid or whatever. It looks like there are always people needing to move. So there's always some level of demand. Now, supply is the one that has fluctuated a little bit more recently, and that is supply got very, very contracted after 2008. To not get technical, from like 2008 to 2013-ish, we did not build enough houses. For half of a decade, the country did not build enough houses to keep up with the growing demand and people moving and the population growths and people moving around in suburbs and things like that. There was just not enough. It's a math problem. There was not enough houses built. So ever since then, we've been catching up on the building supply of houses. So the supply has just been too low. There is, I don't even need to pull out data. Every, you can look it up. There's a lot of data to show and there's no data that doesn't show that you know, the supply is too low. So the, or there's no data that shows the supply is right. The supply is much, much too low. So that's the number one factor right there. If the supply is low and there is still a certain level of demand, that will cause the price to go up. The supply and demand curve is something that is basic economics 101, whether we're talking, you know, uh, 
gas prices and oil right now hopefully this has changed saudi arabia has lowered their oil production to increase the prices being they're giving us less supply and our demand is still there for oil so we have to pay more for barrels of oil and therefore our gas prices go up supply and demand is in the middle of everything when it comes to pricing and values of commodities or goods or anything it's all about the supply available assuming there is some level of demand and there is always a level of demand in real estate investing so the sub or not investing just real estate in general so the supply is too low i think i've driven that uh that that horse a little bit too uh down i think that's a dead horse at this point so supply is too, too low the demand is up and down so that's why prices of houses have gone up like crazy now knowing that what is supply and demand going to look like next year well a very, very large percentage of the population, the most ever, have locked in 30-year mortgages on their personal residence of 4% or less. So that supply is going to remain low because we can only build houses so fast and people are not moving and opening up that supply because, hey, I have a 3.25% interest rate on my house. I have a lot of equity. If I sell my house and go buy another house with interest rates at 7.5%, which I'll get into that here in a minute, how interest rates affect things, I'm not going to list my house. I'm going to rehab it, pull in some equity, finish the basement, do an addition, whatever it is. I'm going to keep my low rate mortgage. So the low rate mortgages are a huge factor in supply and demand, meaning supply is going to remain low because interest rates have gone up so much. And most people don't want to trade a $350,000 house at three and a half percent mortgage for a, you know, $550,000 house at 7% and pay twice as much. So that's not going to happen anytime soon unless somebody has to sell. So that is a part of supply and demand is interest rates. That's the first one I want to talk about. The market says in 2024, the market is pricing in three rate drops. That's what is priced in for the market. Now, the Fed has not said that they're going to drop interest rates at all. In fact, they've kind of said the opposite. They said there's no data to really support drops at this point. The Fed will not drop interest rates until the economy gets hurt and things happen and inflation slows down. So nobody knows for sure when and if that's going to happen. The economy is humming through inflation and humming through pretty much everything right now, which which is crazy, probably having to do with all the money that we plugged into the economy recently after COVID. So the interest rates are low and uh, for people that have locked them in, but right now the interest rates are high. So that is making supply and demand even more of an issue. Then also there's the perception of what the economy is doing. Are we in a recession? Are we going into a recession? Whether we are or not, people's perception of inflation, how that affects their daily purchasing, how that affects the economy. People aren't as likely to spend money if they think we are in or going into a recession. They just want to keep their shekels close to themselves, put them underneath their bed while they're sleeping, and just have some level of security. So... Again, the fact that recession has kind of been a hot word recently on what's potentially we're going into, and the Fed basically said we have to go through recession before things get better, again, are tightening people's purse strings and making them less likely to go out and spend money, therefore further separating the, the difference in supply and demand. And then lastly, this is the kind of wild card government intervention. Intervention. The government pumped money into the economy like crazy after COVID, like artificially blew that damn thing up. I think something like 75 or 80% of all the dollars printed in the history of the United States were printed since 2020. 
So there's just a flood of money and government intervention that propped up the economy. Everybody had money in their pocket. So that's what has led to this inflation. Like we gave too much money and now we don't have enough money. It's never exactly balanced as it should be or rarely is it balanced as it should be. So we are going into 2024, which is an election year, whether you're you're on the left side, right side. I don't honestly give a shit. Um, Whoever is in office wants to remain in office, no matter what side of the, the post you're on. And a way to remain in office is a strong economy. Presidents and political leaders are judged on the economy. It is what it is. They're not judged on specific policies as far as like historically looking back. It's all what was the economy like during this presidential run that this president had, however years you're looking at things. So that is a huge part of it. And we are going into an election year. So I think it's potential that the government will create programs or infuse more money to prop up the economy even more. And then who knows what's going to happen beyond that? Um, you know, who knows? So my prediction for 2024 without actually doing a prediction is going to be a pretty normal standard real estate market. Now, there's wars that are starting to break loose and there's a lot of things with China and a lot of uh, things out of the U.S.'s control that uh, globally, as well as things within the U.S. control that could affect things. But if I were a bet man, I would say. chance the real estate market is moderately strong in 2024. There will be some markets that will be hit harder. Some markets will be popping like crazy just because of that supply demand issue. But with interest rates being um, higher, I think the 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 market will remain uh, the market will remain strong because supply will remain low. Now, if interest rates go down supply uh, potentially go up but also the house prices will go up because people can afford more house so there's just so many spider webs and fractures that lead into what happens to the stock market to the real estate market to every kind of market so um, in general i guess hopefully i kind of went all over the place in this episode my take is 2024 will be a good year for the real estate market not a great year not a horrible year but i would bet you know 50 percent chance it'll be good 25% chance would be bad and 25% chance it'll be great. So those are my odds. Uh, Who knows? I could be way off, but I think I've covered my bases where at least I can look at this and say, hey, I was right at least partially. See you on the next one.